Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi.、Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, welcome to the Balance Podcast. Our guest today, the mighty Rose Matafio. Uh, one of the hottest properties in global comedy, and now acting, I can say that、uh, with absolute certainty. Rose won the main prize in Edinburgh a couple of years ago.、Uh, with Horndog, you are able to watch Horndog on BBC Three in March. She's worked on a new show with HBO Max. You will be able to see that, Starstruck, on BBC Three later in the year. And in the meantime, Baby Dumb, exec produced by Taika Waititi.、Uh, a wonderful movie, a wonderful comedy, like a lot of my favourite comedies. Tugs at the heartstrings and will have you la- laughing uproariously. Think of something like Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, starring Rosie's hero, Steve Martin.、Uh, there are real shades of that. In that one minute, I'm. Swallowing down a tear the next minute, I'm、uh, trying not to wake up the girls as I'm laughing my head off.、Uh, Baby Dawn is, is available to watch digitally on the 22nd of January. Rose absolutely pops in this movie. She is wonderful. She plays Zoe, I would say, is an adventurous girl who really grabs the world by the tail. Her world is turned upside down. This happens very, very early on. I don't want to, you, know, you know me well enough by now. I never want to spoil a thing. She becomes pregnant to her long term boyfriend, and that is the jumping off point for the movie. Because this explores very adult themes, very mature themes, in that do we actually want a baby? Am I ready to have a baby? Have I lived enough of a full life before I have a baby? But this film is not just for couples. It's not just for couples who、uh, are trying to have kids or thinking about kids. This is a movie for everyone.、Uh, young and old, doesn't matter who you are, Baby Dunn、uh, is very much for you. I, I loved this film so much. It, it was、uh, pure joy to watch. I tell you what, I put the phone down. I didn't look at it once. And if you knew how much I look at my phone, especially in lockdown,、uh, that is very much giving it the full five stars. <laughs> Uh, Baby Doll available to watch digitally from the 22nd of January.、Uh, we talk about the themes of the film and a whole lot more. It was just wonderful to, to catch up with Rose.、Uh, before we get to Rose, I want to check in with you all, see how you're getting on with Veganuary, how your vegan journey is going. My wife did Veganuary last year and it genuinely changed her life in that she is borderline vegan but is now a vegetarian off the back of doing Veganuary. I would say that I eat. A lot less meat than I, than I used to, but I still eat meat. I can say this though the Gill family are still triumphing 
with the belief yog alternatives. So again, I've, I'm afraid when it comes to say coffee, I've tried everything. I am a regular milk guy. You'll be the first to know if that ever changes. Maybe you're the same as me. My wife, easy peasy, given up all milk, not a problem. For me, no, sorry. Anyway, the belief yog alternatives, the Gill family still enjoy them every single breakfast. And the highest compliment I can pay is I've got two young girls. They are fussy eaters. They have not said a jot. And I think it's because they either can't tell the difference or the belief yog alternatives are so delicious that there has not been a murmur of complaint. I would love to say it's because they're such polite, thoughtful girls. I can reveal that is not the reason. So uh, I can personally vouch for the, the belief uh, yog alternatives when it comes to revolutionising our breakfast. Also, if you want a tip, the Bosch boys, I said I'd check in. The Gill family, we had the, the quick tandoori kebabs. Anyone who's got Speedy Bosch? Page 110. Uh, again, if I can overshare, as someone who played a, a pivotal role in the creation of the Gill family quick tandoori kebabs, I'm afraid, Bosch boys, we would need to lose the word quick because I turned that into quite the marathon. So they were just the tandoori kebabs, but they were still, they were still, I would still say an absolute win. So thank you, Bosch boys, and, uh, and, a, and a big two thumbs up to anyone who's trying veganuary the uh, the quick tandoori kebabs. Please make them in a much quicker time than, than I managed. Uh, anyway, without further ado, uh, here she is, uh, the wonderful Rose Matafio. Rose, lovely to see you. Uh, may I just say, lovely to see you, man. of all the setups I've ever seen uh, over Zoom, yours is the <laughs> most professional. You, you look like you're about to record uh, Band-Aid. <laughs> Man, I've got the lighting on, like, relax mode. I've got these new, do you know those hue light bulbs where you can, like, choose what colors you want? It's on pink. I'm, I'm, I've got my flatmate's audio set up. I am, I've, I'm good to go, man. I mean, if I'm going to live my entire life in my bedroom for the next year, you gotta, you gotta set yourself up, man. It's just, it's good. Uh, well, may, may I just start by saying you are, you are living, I'm, I'm not a jealous guy. I'm, I'm always very, I'm such a cheese ball. I'm, I'm always really pleased. Genuinely, I'm really pleased for people. You are living my dream, right? You are the star <laughs> of a, of a hilarious comedy, uh, pro, you know, exec produced by one of the modern icons of comedy. You're, you're promoting a movie that you're starring in. It's hilarious. You're amazing in it. Are you, I'm obviously well aware what's happening in the wider world, but are you able to enjoy this amazing thing? Oh, com I'm completely. I mean, I, I, I feel uh, so lucky to have been able to do this stuff, you know, and and the year before this last year, I mean, 2019 is when we shot the film and I managed to do so much. Like, I, I mean, early last year, I, I managed to film Horn Dog, which is like my, my comedy special as well. Like in January, I, I, I felt so blessed to have been able to done that. I, 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 I feel like I've been particularly blessed in, the, in that regard i think not until the other day when someone said god is it don't you feel like a it's a bit sad because like you know this year has happened and you had so much stuff lined up to come out or you know it happened and it's sort of uh you know was it like put a downer on on 
uh, a year that could have been a, a big year for you. And I was like, no, I never thought of, I just truly never thought of it that way. And I'm not an optimistic person. I'm an incredibly pessimistic, <laughs> negative thinker. <laughs> but more so, it's like this massive, hugely, you know, huge upheaval to everyone happened. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I am so lucky about the things that I've done, the, the things I've managed to achieve. The Edinburgh's I've done, the shows I've made, I just felt so thankful. And so, um, yeah, there's this, there's like, I feel, yeah, super lucky, particularly, you know, in comedy, like it's just a crazy time for, um, live performers. And that was the first thing I thought. It was just like, I'm so lucky that I've managed to be able to do all those Edinburgh's as a, a com- comedian, you know, first starting out and experimenting and doing what you wanted to do. And, and yeah, so, so I, I think, um, I'm really, really thankful that I've been able to do what I, I mean, I'm, I'm talking as if like I'm eulogizing my own, <laughs> myself and my comedy career. <laughs> but, but I, I did. That was the first thing that happened last year. I was like, okay, well, I've done comedy. Um, I guess I'll become a farmer now. I don't have the skills, but it's all that's going to be useful in the future. So yeah, great. No, no, no. I did comedy and then she became a farmer and then maybe like an accountant. Oh, like, oh, someone got an impact. Sorry, that was just a real big buzz. Um, um, <laughs> I will, I will eulogise your career for you because I mean, this is this is thank you. the Eddie Murphy stuff of dreams, though, isn't it? To go from a genuinely beloved, award-winning uh, stand-up star to then—I know you've done acting in the past, but to then be front and centre mm-hmm. in such a, a film as this, uh, I, honestly, I'm so. To use a word that I first heard on Neighbours as a child, I'm so stoked for you. I mean, <laughs> it's, 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 it's dreamland, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's a great, it's a great word. Stoked should really. I, I need, I need to get stoked rolling in the UK, man, because it's just a fantastic <laughs> word. It's a good word. Um, I'm massively stoked for you. It, it completely is. Like I, I am, I am so. I, I feel like um, I've had a surreal time in doing comedy I think in the last particularly I guess five five or so years because I've done comedy for a long time like I've been doing it since I was about 15 and I never really did it for any reasons of being like I want to you know I want to be a star like it was just more like oh I just want to tinker away and and be creative and it's a it's a field in which you can do that and you you're in control of all of it um and uh, you could express yourself, <laughs> I think. Um, and I did drama and stuff when I was a teenager and stuff, but never really. I got, I really hated drama and that you had to write stuff down. And and I never took myself seriously enough to be like, you know, because I was doing comedy as well at the same time. And so it was to be an actor or like to take yourself seriously as an actor. I found quite cringe. So um, I I I just I think I maybe just decided I was like, okay, I'll do comedy, and then do that classic thing comedians do where they like then act and then they're like oh they're not a terrible actor <laughs> oh okay that's fine you're allowed that um and i think comedy is a funny way of circumventing so much of that stuff as well <laughs> particularly particularly as a woman as well like you know i've learned through doing stand-up being in charge of my own sort of uh work and performances and stuff i've learned so much uh, accidentally through other means about, you know, writing and directing and working TV and all of this stuff. And so it's a sneaky way of gaining all of that knowledge. So then you uh, can can do it when you, you get a bit older. So now I'm like lucky enough to be acting and, you know, writing and directing stuff and, 
and producing stuff and I have no, you know, I've kind of blagged my way through it. But uh, no, I, I would I would say it's a very surreal, very dream come true. I do often pinch myself and um and think about how lucky I am and how weird it is that I uh I like am a comedian and I, I do you find this as well? Like it's a very weird thing to like when people ask you what you do, and it took me so long to be like. I do. I, I always with you when you say you're like I do comedy. I do stand up. Yeah, I do stand up. Yeah, nice. No, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I, I kind of do stand up. You're like, no, no, Rose, you've done stand up for ten years. Like that's how you got. It, that's, that's your job. Just own it. <laughs> it's quite embarrassing. I can, I so relate to that. I, or I'll, I'll say comedian and then follow it up with like loads of other things as well. You know. Uh, yeah, exactly. But, but, but not just comedy. You know, I, I can I'm like sorry. feel my cheeks burning with. <laughs> Yeah, oh, completely. I mean, I think I think it's but it's an occupation that is so. I think to other people uh, is quite, um, I guess, subjective. <laughs> it's a subjective occupation where yeah. it's like it's not like a plumber, you know, like where it's like, <laughs> oh, I can plumb, you know, like, oh, I can, I, I do comedy, but do you make everyone laugh or? <laughs> Oh, just a small niche, you know, a very niche audience. I make laugh. Okay, I don't know if you can you call yourself a comedian. We, you know, plumber isn't a like is a plumber a plumber when they could only fix like twenty percent of people's bathrooms. Like it's it does. I don't know if I don't know if it uh, it's a good. Yeah, I, don't, I I'm I'm not sure, but you know, I think we can be both be confident that we're comedians. We're both not funny. Them. We don't have to say we're funny. None of us think we're funny comedians. In the same way, a plumber doesn't have to preface it with saying, I'm a good plumber. plumber. No, I'm a plumber. I'm a plumber. Don't ask questions. Don't ask questions beyond that. I'm a plumber. Well, uh, the, I mean, just huge congratulations. That I, I love the film so much. And like some of my favourite comedies, it's hilarious. It's got incredible set pieces. And it's also got so much heart. And I think of, say, something like Planes, Trains and Automobiles ticks all those boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, when you were making it, did you know that did you know you were making something special at the time? Um, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I was – I had read the script in its early stages of development and stuff because um, Sophie Fowle, who, um, who, who wrote it, uh, and, and Curtis, who directed it, they're, they're an amazing couple, very – like, yeah, just so talented, so talented as a couple. And they obviously based a lot of the experiences in the film on their own experiences of when, when Sophie got pregnant with their first baby. And um, – I felt really lucky to read a script that I was like, oh, this is good. This is, and I respect these people. So like, I think it's particularly when you write yourself or you're a comedian yourself. And obviously we write, we write our own jokes and material. And so when we read other, other things, we can be kind of, I think it's in our nature to be critical because that's like, you know, so much of what comedy is. Um, and to read a script, I guess, I guess I have high expectations for scripts like that. And for me reading it, I was like, oh, this makes sense to me. And I can see how this character is funny and likable, but also really unlikable. I can see myself in it. And, um, and so, uh, yeah, I think that was a really, uh, wonderful thing to, to at the script stage go, I'm excited about this. And to be working and genuinely collaborating with people who um, who understand, that I think, 
when it's an independent film, which is a low budget New Zealand film, you have to like be on it, man. You have to be, you, it's tiring and yeah. you're constantly like, there's no, there's not much time to like, you know, faff about, about like, there's just no time to faff about. And so it's like this constant collaboration, creative collaboration between everyone, this very small team. And, uh, I think that was exciting to know that we were putting a lot of effort into making something that, um, I think people were going to be proud of, uh, a product that we're going to be proud of. And, um, yeah, and it's been amazingly exciting, like to see it's come out in New Zealand already and, and people, um, really really enjoyed it and uh yeah it's it's a surreal thing it's a very surreal thing and so lucky to have the first thing like first movie kind of a ever been a be uh such a wonderful uh film full of sort of heart and and uh yeah i mean like the like i i've honestly dreamed of being in a movie and to be able to have it be such a lovely movie as well has been being incredible the closest i think i ever got to being uh, on like a big screen in a cinema is when i had to do voiceovers for the turn off your phone ads before the movie started and it was such an annoying ad that <laughs> i remember going to the films and hearing people like complain about this awful voiceover being like turn off your phone say goodbye to your bff on fb and i was like mortified hearing these people like teasing me and i was like one day I'm going to get them. I'll be in the movie that I'm warning them to tell their, f- turn their phones off before. <laughs> Sorry. That's a, it's been a, it's always just been, my whole career is based on vengeance. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, fine. it's pretty bad. <laughs> um, do you, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil the, the film for anyone, but I, 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 so many, some of the set pieces, Honestly, I'm roaring with laughter. But there's there's one line, and it and it's such a great scene, and it, it culminates in someone saying to you, and, I, and again, I'm, I'm trying not to spoil it, but the guy goes, "You're banned for life." I mean, so. <laughs> but I mean, when you when you're shooting scenes such as that, are you are you cracking up as well? You know, are you a or do you have to? Are you able to maintain a straight face because it's such a funny film? Yeah, I mean, we, it's it, it really, it's it's so funny. And I love how the film uh, doesn't shy away from going for the funniest and most outcome, more outrageous outcome or, or, or scenario. That's the thing when I'd read the script, I, sometimes I'd be like, you can't, you can't do that. And the bit you were talking about, I, I honestly, I was so troubled by that because I was like, she can, no, they're going to cut this out. They're going to change this. She can't do that what like it was out absolutely outrageous and um and i think that's what's you know so funny about the film <laughs> sometimes it's quite absurd and it and it really goes to the kind of most absurd lengths of of what a pregnant you know very hormonal uh, a woman kind of freaking out about freaking out about her pregnancy will go but you know it's also the cast is is so packed with a lot of comedians as well which is really cool. i mean not many people maybe in the uk will we know that, but so many of the little bits, parts in, in the film um, are, are uh, New Zealand stand-ups, which is really sweet. And I think it adds to the um, kind of, yeah, the 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 world of, of that the kind of film exists in. Um, it's a really funny thing, though, to balance that kind of like out-and-out comedy stuff with moments where you need to like 
you have the story that's quite quite emotional and 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 to balance that is is, is an incredible thing that I think Sophie and Curtis have done so so well um, because it's a harsh pivot. It's a harsh pivot from from, from being, trying to be kind of slapstick funny and then you know have emotional birth scene. <laughs> I, mean, I, was, so. I was going to say if you take away. And this is why it's such a, one of the reasons why it's such a special film. If you remove the jokes, I mean, there, I, I, I'm not going to spoil anything here, but I mean, it could be a harrowing Eastern European drama, <laughs> you know, because because <laughs> some yeah. of some of the uh, turns along the way. I mean, I mean, there's a couple of scenes where I'm literally watching through my fingers. But I mean, that's uh, I think it's mm. great when comedy does that when when you go through all the emotions. Yeah, well, as you, yeah, as you say, like about. I think, like, I love those classic comedy films of, like, the 80s, like, obsessed with, like, Steve Martins and, like, all of that stuff. And and I feel like those kind of performances and stuff, they can... Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Managed to do that. I think, you know, as you know, like, you know, it's a it's a hairline fracture between comedy and tragedy. <laughs> so much when I actually look at lots of the stand up that I write, I'm like, really, this is it, it's it's veiled in irony. That's what makes a comedy. But take away the, take away, put it in a different context. This is incredibly depressing and sad. I think um, I think yeah, I I, I think understanding that um, comedians often have the ability to 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 pivot between those two is, is, is interesting. But yeah, I, I think it is. Um, I think what's cool is, is that the film is something that it's not only a comedy, but it's, it's something that I think connects to a lot of people, especially, you know, uh, people can have to, to be pregnant and, and have the ability to be pregnant and then they have the pressure to do that. And, um, and I love the fact that this character Zoe is, it's quite an unlikable character if you just look at her actions sometimes, you know, and it, and it takes a lot to like, I don't know, tap into what's quite real about her, which is that she's just freaking out that her life is about to change immensely. And it's kind of almost, you know, seemingly feels out of her control. And, um, and I think that's a really fun conflicted position to play as uh, an actor and to find the comedy in that and to find the absurdity in that and to find the 
desperation in that. And I think I think that is what makes the film so funny and that character so funny is that she makes absolutely wild decisions, but they're always rooted in something that's relatable. <laughs> and um and I think uh yeah, that that was just something really fun to play. I was really scared that this character that people would be like, What the heck is she doing? <laughs> but I think I managed to <laughs> scrape through and make her a tiny bit relatable and a tiny bit likable. Well, yeah. I just, you know, as we, you know, we've got two kids. We're homeschooling one of them mm-hmm. at the moment. So, so I, I went through. It all came flooding back. The, using the the baby monitors, the walkie talk, all of that. We all, you know, as couples, yeah. we all say things that we deeply regret. I mean, certainly through pregnancy, things come mm. out of our mouths that we we absolutely don't sure. mean and. But- and um, but but what I mean, I'm going to go. I'll go full uh, shopping channel uh, for the the movie here. But this this obviously this isn't just a film for people who've gone through or are going through that sort of thing. This is a movie that everyone, regardless of age, regardless of who you are, there, there is something for everyone with with baby done, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it is. It, it, it's it's definitely a film. I think it's resonated heaps with, um, uh, particularly as it's come out in New Zealand and there's been a lot of, you know, um, reaction to it. People who are just on the brink of that stage of their life of people who are thinking about having kids or people in relationships or, or, you know, women who are feeling this pressure to be a certain way. When, when someone gets pregnant, I think there's a lot of pressure to be a certain pregnant person so i think and particularly like the pressure of like the world we live in today is like you know so much we see we're bombarded on like social media of like how how a pregnant person should be how women should act and i think it's a it's an amazing kind of reaction to that and um i think a lot of people have uh like particularly on Twitter and stuff, like, you know, have been like, oh my gosh, this is exactly how I felt when I got pregnant. But it's never kind of shown in film. And it's never kind of honestly shown as like, because it is, it is like not, um, I, I wouldn't say like, not, not likable, but it's not a, it's not what people, what we conditioned to think a mother should feel or a mother to be should feel. But it is. People are com- complicated. Humans are complex people Absolutely. who have a range of emotions and and um, aren't always perfect. And I think that kind of a portrayal of someone who isn't perfect, who has flaws um, in this stage of their life when they're about to have a child, is 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 really refreshing for a lot of people. And um, so I think it really – and even making the film, I, it, it made me kind of freak out because I'm like, I'm 28 and I'm, you know, the age of which my mum had all three of her kids. Like, I am lagging. I mean, my mum gave up on me a long time ago. She was like – in my early 20s, she was like, 26, 26. You have your first kid at 26. Fine. That'd be great. And then, like, I hit 26. She's like, 28, 28. <laughs> your first kid, first kid, 28. I'm 28 now. She's like – you know, I mean, you've got your crafts, I guess. Uh, you you got a good life. You got a, <laughs> she's just completely given up on on the idea of me having children, which is really uh, a weight off my shoulders. But um, but yeah, I think it, re- it it not only I think resonates with people who are thinking about having kids, having kids, want to have kids, but it does really resonate with people who that's not in their um. Yeah, plan or their future, which is you know for me is is the case, and I still really are connected with 
I don't know, a character where these like kind of expectations are put on you and, and, um, you're not necessarily living up to them and you don't necessarily want to live up to them because they're bullshit. <laughs> so I just describe myself as basically like a fucking cool re- re- <laughs> rebel there. So <laughs> well, yeah, like really, yeah. I actually like, don't like want to live up to people's expectations of me. And that's why I connected with the character. God damn it. Shut up, Rose. Well, no, I, th- I, think, I think Zoe, um, you know, I think of some of the other great comedy characters and Zoe sits alongside this, like Kristen Wiig in Bridesmaids, Steve Martin in, mm. in, in Planes, Trains. Uh, even like, yeah, know, I'm, exa- I'm as good as those. But it's true like, though. Yeah. Like Kristen, you know, a Bridesmaids, she's a, she is a character who's not acting the way, you know, people expect her to be. And, and she, it's just so funny though, because that's what's, that's what's funny, I think. And that's exactly what, I mean, the comedy that I'm attracted to is is, is flawed people, people who are people. honest, honest about the fact that the world is imperfect and people can be good and bad and 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 suck and we all kind of suck, but we all we all suck, so it's fine and that's okay. <laughs> like, I, I guess I'm literally trying to describe humanity, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> But, but there's such humanity in those in those characters, and that's what I think that that's makes them compelling. Yeah, for sure. Uh, may, may I ask? This is a f- fan question. Uh, what mm. can you tell us about uh, Starstruck? Uh, Starstruck. Well, it's it's gonna it's gonna happen. Well, it's gonna come out this year, which is very exciting. Um, yeah, we 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 filmed it, which is which is crazy. <laughs> we we managed to. Is that a do- child? That is. That was. That was our very own. Uh, Behind BBC, you. That was our very own BBC News Twenty Four moment. That was my my wife, bless her, on her hands and knees getting something from the printer. That's so sweet. Oh my god, get her in. Uh, <laughs> over printed. And we're gonna get printers never work on the first time. We're gonna we're gonna see her again. Um, <laughs> um, wait, what was I talking about? I was talking about. Oh, starstruck! You managed to get it made. Oh, Sastra. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of come out later on this year. Yeah, I, I'm really, I'm really thrilled. We managed to make it. Um, and it's been a while in the making, in the making. We we're, you know, supposed to shoot it earlier last year. And then we, um, obviously that got pushed. But yeah, it's, it's in the can, which is exciting. Amazing. And, um, yeah, it's, it's so fun to be able to make an out and out rom com. Bizarre. It, it's, it's, it's my own way of orchestrating my own. <laughs> but like I would never get cast in a rom com, and I say that, but I'm like, I guess this is a rom com in a way, um, in, in a weird way. Will you? Will you always? There's there's almost like desperation in my voice with this question. Will you always continue to do stand up, or will you? Or will you mm. pursue act? Would you, would it be all about uh, acting and, and TV and movies, or will, will stand up uh, be there? I don't know. I, I mean, I, I've always been haunted by you know. I've never liked the idea of someone starting. I mean, not to, not anyone, everyone can do whatever they want, but like the rather cynical view of getting into stand up to get into something else is, is, is always been like, oh, that's not, that's not cricket. Come on. Like, you know, stand up is such an incredible uh, thing. <laughs> um, it's, it's something I, I simultaneously miss and don't miss in a weird way. I, I have notoriously, all, all throughout my life been very sort of 
riddled with um nerves and anxiety when it comes to performing live but also i love it more than anything and that's the greatest contradiction man of, of, of it like it's i've done it for so long and having it not in my life for like a year and a bit has been so strange because there's been a level of calm of going oh i don't have to be anywhere at seven. Oh, oh, i don't have i don't have to and then i get these just immense pangs of just like heartbreak about not <laughs> being able to to perform and and going and having these incredible urges to be like oh oh i have an idea for a show oh i oh oh can i i can do that and you know, stand up is, is one of the rare things where it's like you have an idea, you write it down, you perform it, and it's just it all happens. And with you know television and film, it's uh, it's I love working in in in, in both TV and and hopefully in um, film because I love I love movies and I've always wanted to um, work in film and 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 hopefully direct one day and 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 all of that and and um, but I, I realized that to move into that would be the kind of slight death of 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 performing live a bit so hopefully i hopefully i'd be able to do both but i don't know i i'm not sure I, but i will say that like every i always i always i'm like when i, when I turn 30 i'm gonna do a harsh pivot man i'm gonna get like a fancy puffer jacket i'm gonna be a serious film director i'm just gonna write i'm just gonna write stuff and do that and then the next day i'll go oh my gosh okay i so Edinburgh 2021, 22, no, I'll do 2022 because I'll need a full live band for that uh, <laughs> idea. And then I guess I'll, I'll yeah, I'll write, okay. Oh, no, no, I'll do, obviously do a show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, um, I think when you do stand up, you always have that itch to go back to performing live. So never say never. I say I'm going to retire from stand up every year. So, you know, <laughs> well, it's I good to be consistent. Do you think I should continue? Well, of course, I think you should continue. <laughs> but look, you know, I mean, let, let's be honest. You know, if, if I, I go back to Eddie Murphy again and Steve Martin again, I mean, these are guys who uh, focused on the movies and, and what have you rather than the stand-up. And you know what? It turned out all right for those two. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I mean, I am just secretly trying to follow Steve Martin's career trajectory. That's all I am. I'm kind of behind on this. But I am learning, like, I'm kind of getting better at the baritone ukulele, which is my version of the banjo. So... <laughs> Eventually, when I'm in my 70s, I can just do concert tours of that. So, yeah. I just want to be Steve Martin, essentially. I mean, look, there's there's a, a, this Steve Martin. My Steve Martin um, shrine is in the corner of my room. Uh, my best fish is sort of, you know, that f- f- poster of him with uh, with oh, fish cool. coming up. Yeah, I should go get it for you. But, I mean, Born yeah, bo- um, Standing Up is one of my, you know, one of my favorite books ever. Oh, it's such a good book. Perfect. I got that. For my, my mum got that for me when I graduated high school. It was so sweet. She, she was like dream big girl <laughs> well in the, in, i think it's in the press notes i know i've got to wrap up but in the press notes uh i think it's matthew lewis says that Ro- rose i'm paraphrasing but rose isn't just a, a very good comedy actor she's she's just a, a brilliant actor and uh that is absolutely true my friend you are you are superb in this oh, film awesome. and i just think you know whatever whatever you're going to turn your hands to in future it will it will always be a success so uh huge congratulations oh, with this gosh that's so sweet. Thank you, man. Oh, and it'd be so nice to actually see you in person one day in the next few years at a comedy gig. Remember those. Remember we're, those. We're still, we're, we're still doing them. We've, I think we've done 102 online shows now. 
How have they been? How has it been like the – because I, I only did – I maybe did one gig. I mean, I managed to do a little tour because I went back to New Zealand and, sure. you know, and it got and it got all safe. And so quickly – I mean, that goes to show. Like, I mean, I was like, finally, okay, have a year to chill out and just work on my – all of these, you know, heaps of writing projects. And then the first thing I do is go to my friend Guy Montgomery like, okay, so let's plan a mini tour of New Zealand. Uh, I have no, st- I have no ideas for stand up, but let's do that. And, and again, it's that compulsion, isn't it, with stand up? Where you're like, oh, obviously, because I can do it, I'm going to do it. And it was incredible to be able to do it live. But I, I was just, you know, how has it been online? Because it's, it's it's a different thing, isn't it? I'm I, honestly, I'm I'm truly addicted to it. I, I love it. We've got this virtual front row. It's the people from the from the Always Be Comedy, the actual physical night. So they go on the front mm-hmm. row, about 15, 20 of them, so you can actually hear them laugh or not wow. laugh, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's important too, to the process. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> so no, I, I've, I've enjoyed it. And also it's uh, just like, without getting too earnest, like for mental health, you know, it's just been mm-hmm. nice to have a yeah. project to, to focus on for th- three nights a week, you know. Totally. Oh, completely. And and it's and it's so nice because it's like those people who would go to those gigs usually are still it's not like they've it's just because the the means in which to do it have have kind of disappeared for, for now. It doesn't mean the people who always go to those gigs that they're still want they want to see stuff even if it's not um in its sort of perfect form. But yeah, I always find doing the uh, doing those kind of gigs is 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 quite um surreal and strange. I think I I so rely on that instant feedback eh? and so that's so great about the front row is that you know you have people you're not just talking into this void oh <laughs> you're just actually we, getting a reaction we did the first few to avoid we didn't realize you could have this it was it was Ramesh's agent Flo who who told us she was like you've got oh, yeah. this was like back in April she goes you've got to try this uh give it a try yeah. with this audible front row and so I'm eternal thanks to Flo because that that sort of changed everything yeah. um Rose <laughs> From the bottom of my heart, huge congratulations, huge oh, thanks, uh, and I look forward to seeing you again, mate. You too, James, and be well, and, and all, all the best for you, you and your family, man. Bless you, mate. Take care. Good luck with that. And I've now got that awkward couple of seconds where I try to find <laughs> Leave yeah. meeting. And then, and then leave meeting? Are you sure? <laughs> Bless you, mate. Bye, Jim. Bye. How good was that, hey? What an absolute joy uh, to chat with a mate off the comedy circuit who is, and I, you know, as I said to her, she's living the dream of every comedian going. Uh, fantastic. Absolutely wonderful. Uh, as I say, Horndog is on BBC Three in March. Strongly recommend it to say Rose smashes it. I mean, sort of goes without saying she did win the main prize at Edinburgh. <laughs> Really, really didn't need to say that that gig went well. Uh, Stardust is on BBC Three later in the year. Again, Rose, mate, you are living the dream. Wonderful. Uh, And then in the meantime, I strongly recommend Baby Done. Available to watch across all digital platforms from the 22nd of January. Uh, And Rose's star quality just pops. The thing is, is that some of my favourite comedians try acting and I'm not I won't name names but there's, there's a, a, a absolute comedy hero of mine came back quite a few years and for whatever reason it just didn't quite pop when it came to the acting I mean I suppose one of the best examples ever is, is Jamie Foxx who's a you know incredible stand-up and I would actually say he's, he's, 
he's a better actor than he, than he, you know, and, I, I, and I've got, I mean, I own his specials that I'm not, I'm not damning him with, I'm not damning him with faint praise here. He's just also one of my absolute favourite actors ever. And uh, Rose is not only an incredible stand-up, what Rose al- always had as well was she always had her own voice. She's got a unique voice. I never, you'd never watch Rose and think, ah, oh. some comedians you go, ah, oh, they're a bit like X or, oh, I can see that they might be a fan of Y. Rose was always absolutely doing her own thing. And that's just one of the reasons why she's become such uh, a big star. But anyway, not, not only is she a brilliant stand-up, but she's a terrific actor and absolutely dazzles in uh, in Baby Dumb. Uh, huge thank you to all of you as always. A share and a post and a tweet and all of that always helps. We are at Balance LDN. I'm at James Gill Comedy. Uh, I'm sure you already follow Rose across all the socials. Rose on Twitter is at Rose underscore Matafio. Uh, if you don't follow it, I'm sure you will after that episode. Just uh, immensely likable. Huge thanks to all of you as always. I'm so grateful. Uh, and we'll see you again soon. Uh, and again, uh, checking back in with the with the veganuary. Good luck with it. Uh, keep us posted as to as to how it's going. Speedy Bosch, strongly recommended. And uh, and I can, I can say as someone who is uh, absolutely nailing the 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 product range through lockdown, uh, belief is is two thumbs up from Team Gill as well. Take care. Thank you as always. Bye bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.